welcome to another bonus episode of the Travel Podcast, where we're aiming to bring you all the latest news and updates from the world of travel. And there is a lot to talk about this week. I'm joined by Matthew. Hi, Matthew. Hi, Steve. So we're going to be talking about vaccines. We're going to be talking about destinations you can travel to. Matthew's got some brilliant analogies for us about travel and COVID right now. And we have some other updates about things happening in the world of travel this week. First, I'll start by talking about some sad news as the world of travel this week said goodbye to one of the most famous names in the UK in travel, and that was John Hayes, who unexpectedly died uh, on Friday, just gone. Now, John shot to fame creating one of the biggest travel companies in the UK, but also for saving thousands of jobs last year when uh, Thomas Cook uh, went uh, went bust and uh, lots of high street stores were taken over by the Hayes travel brand. Him and his wife, Irene, stepped in and invested lots of money to help save those jobs. So the world of travel, like I say, will uh, say goodbye to John. I was very pleased to be able to say that he was uh, one of my friends and a great mentor to me in in the travel business. So a sad day. Matthew, so this week, uh, we've had some great news about travel corridors, haven't we? Destinations you can travel to if you are heading off or looking to head somewhere um, from the UK. We have indeed, and I think uh, the highlight of that would be Dubai. We're seeing a lot of uh, people very, very happy that Dubai is back on the travel corridors. Obviously, if you're in England, uh, you can't t- you can't travel there yet, but other parts of the UK uh, don't have as stringent travel restrictions. So I think that is probably the highlight of the new travel corridor. We know listeners from around the world, you may not have uh, restrictions within their own country, so especially those in the States, can travel around different states but if you are even able to travel i think the most thing to do is is make sure you're being very responsible and and heeding the local um, guidance we know that within uh, europe so for instance the canary islands they've and spain have also uh, you need to do testing before you travel um which we'll get on to in, in, in a little bit so i think it's just making sure that if you are traveling and you're comfortable to travel right now uh, and you're able to uh, make sure you take as much precautions as possible uh, so then we can get back to normality or as close to it as, as soon as possible, hopefully sooner rather than later with the news of uh, potential vaccines coming into play, you know, start of next year. So um, you said there about uh, Dubai, there's the, the number of Greek islands have stayed on the list um, for safe travel corridors from the UK, including Corfu, Crete, Rhodes, Scanthos and uh, Coz. But in total, there are eight new countries countries added to the list uh, this week, weren't there? Yes, yes, there were. I'm putting I on don't the know. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know them. <laughs> you read, you, you read, you read, uh, you read through them. No, if you no, no. Go, there's eight. <laughs> That's fine. I do have the list in front of me. So uh, the UAE, and a prize for anyone that can name all the UAE uh, Emirates, uh, put it on our Facebook post if you do. Uh, Iceland, Chile, Cambodia, Laos, Qatar, and Turks and Caicos. Uh, Bahrain amongst those which have been added, which means you no longer have to quarantine when coming back into, uh, into England if you've been to those destinations. So that's really good news. And 
I'm told, well, I know for a fact that um, Dubai in particular uh, has seen a phenomenal increase in bookings throughout the travel industry over the last week, hasn't it? It has indeed. Uh, there's a lot of buzz about getting out for some, some sunshine, especially if you're based out in the UK. Um, you know, as soon as you're able to, you're going to be getting out there. If you're in Scotland, it's potentially a lot sooner than from England. And I mean, Dubai is brilliant because it's a, a hub for traveling all over the world, which also means it's great for anyone traveling from around the world, quite easy to get to. And it's a brilliant all year round destination, isn't it? I mean, sometimes it's in fact too hot to go potentially, but sort of the time of year we're now talking about coming into the UK winter time is at a brilliant time to be going to Dubai. No, definitely. I mean, I don't think there's anything such as too hot. Well, maybe if you went into the Sahara <laughs> Desert, but I like my heat. So I'm quite happy with, with the hotness. So even if you're looking potentially to go in the summertime, it's a great destination. Obviously, you've got the water to enjoy the pools and some air conditioning. If it does get a little bit too too above your, your, your normal temperature, but I think a lot of people will be looking at for Easter as well, um, you know, with the good news of potential uh, vaccines within uh, diff different potential vaccines that might be starting to get rolled out potentially at the end of this year or into the start of next year. I think it's given a lot of people confidence in uh, looking to get away, but we've also seen a lot of people booking for later next year because, again, it's that the confidence of actually, yes, we can travel there. They've opened up. I'm going to do it, but I'm going to give myself a bit more time just to be certain I'm going to travel uh, summer or maybe uh, winter, winter, autumn next year. I think that's key, isn't it? I mean, confidence is really key for, for wanting to book. We've seen in this week alone uh, announcements from the UK and the USA about vaccines being very successful. So they're going to be coming online very soon. Don't know the mechanisms for that yet, but you know, it just goes to show that uh, there's a lot of potential there for um, safe travel and uh, a lot of, you know, um, we're removing any barriers to be able to go, I'm guessing. Now, you were, we were talking before we started recording this about some great analogies about what that whole um, sort of the future looks like right now. So um, share those with us. Yeah, I'm going to steal it from Professor Van Tam, who uh, earlier in the week did a, a great um or actually when, when we started talking about the vaccines, when Pfizer announced their, their news on um, the success, is that there's a lot of hurdles still to get over. But he, he was mentioning, you know, in the UK, we have a great train train uh, network. Sometimes it's a bit delayed. So you just got to look at it, think of it, you know, you're at the station, you can hear the train coming. You've, we've now got to the fact of, we know there's some uh, positive news of vaccines, so you can start seeing the train lights come around the corner, but it's still got to get in to the station it still needs to let everyone off before you can then board it and then depart so there's still a lot of stages between yes this is um we know this this works in trials to then is it effective in every age group how do we then roll it out also when you um produce it and you've got to make sure all the batches are working and they're correctly and also the storage so you've still got to store it so that's some of the differences in the difference between um some of the vaccines some of them got to be kept at very cold temperatures compared to other which can be kept uh, in normal fridge environments. So I thought that was a great, great one. Or the other one, which is my personal favourite,
it, which was, you know, we're in the cup final. We're cup, we can see, we're getting to the end of the cup final. We're in a penalty shootout. We scored the first penalty. That was when we first knew about Pfizer. Now we scored the second penalty. We know that actually there's a couple more that are about to cross over the line or have, and their success rate is actually potentially even better being able to protect people. Now we've still, but we haven't won the final yet. So we've still got a little bit of way to go, um, but it's all looking quite, it's all looking good. It's looking in that positive nature, which I think is why we're seeing a lot of interest in people still looking to get away. And also in the UK, we have the rapid testing, which is being done in Liverpool at the moment. So if we're getting great positive results where they, I read in the news um, yesterday that they actually found 700 people that had no symptoms, but actually positive. So if we can improve that and we can stop those and then isolate those people for the recommended quarantine time, we'll start to stop the spread of it, which means that traveling uh, will have barriers removed because if we can do this rapid testing, then hopefully borders between countries will open and you just have to do your rapid test before you go so you can get your results in like a couple of hours or, or less time. Then you go on your flight, you land, you can do, you don't have to quarantine. And when you're coming home, hopefully as well, they will implement that. So you come back, you do a rapid test, prove that you wait until the results come in, they're negative, then you don't have to quarantine. That's the that's the hope. Um, but I think it's all, again, it, it's, we're at that early stage we're in the penalty shootout we uh we've, we've got a couple of goals but you know we don't know what, how, how it's going to end and i guess that's the thing it's not actually about safe travel because traveling at the moment is remarkably safe i guess it'll make it even safer but no people shouldn't really be worried about traveling aircraft airports um so many great safety precautions being put in place resorts have stepped up their game as well so you don't have to wait for the vaccines before you start traveling it's just going to make sure those barriers to borders will be reduced so other countries are going to be keener to let us in because they know there's not going to be the spread because of the, the vaccines that will be the key i guess yeah and also a lot of places are still about mask mandates and social distancing so it's different type of experiences when you go away but again it's nice sometimes just to get away from what you've been doing constantly the same same uh, same bits not doing as much so sometimes it's nice to get out in the sunshine and just relax um or go and explore somewhere else but i think it's it's also when you're coming back you can then you're, you you know that you don't have to quarantine we had the travel corridors before you know some some people may have picked up uh, the virus and not not known there was um there was a young group uh, who had gone to some of the greek islands and had come back uh, in plymouth and then there was a little they, thankfully they, they tracked it all down so it wasn't an outbreak but that, that's what I think people's concerns are, which is why they have these travel corridors in place um, and restrictions. So we're hope, we're hopeful is the fact that with the rapid testing, it means as soon as you come off that plane, you will get tested. And then if someone potentially within that group tests positive, you then just have to quarantine for a few days and do another test potentially. Obviously, I'm not a scientist, but that'll be hope. The, the hope is the fact that you can use the rapid testing to, to make sure when people come home, they're not bringing it back. And also when you're going somewhere, you're not taking it with you. You know, and then again, like I said, it means that it reduces the, the risks of transmissions into other countries. And hopefully, with all the other uh, elements in play, it means that we can still travel uh, and borders open up quicker than us ha having to wait for a total vaccine, which could be, it, we, you know, as scientists have said, we may never get a, a complete vaccine. It may just be the fact it's something we live with and we have um, barriers to put up in front of it, like the, the, the vaccines that are potentially coming online towards the end of the year and in the start of the new year so if you are thinking about going on holiday from the uk or potentially anywhere in the world and i mean it's always worth checking what the rules are about countries you're going to be going to but don't be put off 
by the fact that you may need to have a test before you go. It's just an extra safety precaution. It really just gives you that peace of mind and people you're traveling with uh, that peace of mind. And it's no different really than going to get a jab before you go to a certain destinations. So it's dead simple. You can even get a test kit sent to your home and get it sent back within sort of a very short space of time. Um, if you pay for one privately, yes, a small fee, but the price of holidays right now are so, so good. Really, there's there's no real noticeable cost there because you're actually getting some great deals on holidays. So don't let that put you off. It's just an extra step to, for peace of mind as much as anything else. And go on, Matthew. I was going to say, you know, our latest episode um, where we did a fly drive in Arizona, you know, a lot of people in America can actually drive and, and go and visit those destinations. And they've got an amazing section on their state website, uh, Visit Arizona, about what the restrictions are in place there, what you need to do from a mask mandate and social distancing. So, again, it's more about building your confidence that you can travel as long as you're doing it in, in your safe and your a safe safe way um like you mentioned air, aircraft and hotels go uh, their hygiene levels now are through the roof to to make sure that everyone is um as safe as possible cool so um quick little legal disclaimer better put in there because uh, we've got to do these things these days we're not medical experts in any way shape or form um we just uh, we know what we've read or what we've been told um always worth checking out before you travel what's the relevant and right advice for you from doctors and the medical professionals professionals and scientists. Cool. A couple of other things I noticed in the world of travel this week, uh, Matthew. Cruise sales seems to be going uh, through the roof as well. Um, lots of companies reporting cruise sales uh, for 2021, 2022 are going crazy. What's going on there? No one's been able to cruise this year. Well, except for, you know, maybe at the start of the year. But it, I think everyone who loves to cruise will go back cruising and they're giving it a bit more time because they're not too sure when they'll be allowed to go. But it's like going into a hotel. They're, they are re- meticulous in their cleaning and their hygiene. And I know they've all been working with, um, a lot of them are based out in the States. So they work for the CDC, um, which is the, um, the, the Central Disease, disease Center. Control. There we go. That's the bell. That's the correct words. Um, and who? So they're really working on creating the safest possible environment in travel across all platforms. Um, and they're, you know, they are at the forefront of that. Yeah, there are people actually cruising at the moment. So you have uh, MSC are doing cruises out of Italy. So that's actually working very well. They've had no no uh, infection notifications. There's also been river cruises going on. But I think that's the main thing is people can see it is going, and it's, they're not having those those sort of issues. And also, it's the the fact that they haven't cruised all this year. So people are wanting to get away, and cruise lines have put 2022 on sale and doing very well. But people in general, especially out of the UK, UK ex UK cruises have been going through the roof because people may not want to fly yet, you know. But they're quite happy to drive down to the port, get on the ship, and they know that everything there is is nice and controlled. Flying is also separate; it's your personal preference of where you are at the moment. So I think that's the main reason is those people that love to cruise are booking up but also we're seeing families from when I've spoken to some of our uh, some of my friends in cruise lines is the fact that saying families are really getting behind it um, and multi-gens as well especially out of destinations whether it's out of Florida if you're in the States or um, out of London or Southampton if you're in the UK or different uh, destinations around the world they're seeing a big in- increase and have you seen this story about Royal Caribbean and their mock cruises 
I haven't had the pleasure of reading that one yet. So um, literally, Royal Caribbean have been inundated with people applying for places on a mock cruise as they put to test all these new safety standards and all these new control measures. Uh, they're putting on these, these uh, what they're calling mock cruises, so not real paying passengers, but you can go onto their Facebook page and apparently sign up or request uh, a place on a mock cruise out of the States. So uh, fascinating. So clearly there's demand and no shortage of people wanting to go on cruise ships right now. And also I was um, seeing this week that Disney Paris in particular uh, making a big uh, announcement that they're using this time wisely, as I'm sure lots of operators and hoteliers are, to do a lot of refurbishment while you don't normally get the chance to uh, have these places quiet so you can go in and do the refurbs and everything that they want to. So you can expect to see lots of improvements at Disney Paris um, What by the time lockdowns and uh, you know it's safe to travel again and i saw um earlier on this year i saw reports of airlines as well taking the opportunity while planes are not in the air to actually get um aircraft refurbished cleaned and all sorts of improvements made across their fleets so i think you know in many ways this has given a lot of people opportunities or a lot of companies opportunities to make improvements so when we all start traveling again in our droves we're going to actually uh, have some nice smiles on our faces brilliant right i think that about rounds up the news for this week so thank you matthew no, thank you, Steve. And don't forget, if you um, like anything we've spoken about, do uh, head on over to our podcast. Give us a, a five-star rating on iTunes or Google Podcasts or Spotify. But also, we spoke about Dubai today. Check out some of our previous episodes, including the Dubai episode where we talk about all the amazing things you can do while you're there, including the water parks and all the different adventures you can go on, the shopping, and uh, how to choose the different hotels you might want to stay in. So some great episodes, plus our Charlie Borman episode from last week was one of our favorite so far talking about the long way up which is on apple tv right now cool thank you matthew and uh, catch you soon.